Yo, um, this is Daily Shmay. I don't, I don't fucking know. I didn't look. <sighs> Guys, we have a, we have an issue. And like, yes, there's a bunch of individual issues that each require, you know, academic dialogues with, you know, well-read and caring humans. Um, but also like the broader issue that is like being made available for me to see at every conceivable level and size and scale is that you can't the point of a, a government or a, or a system or a code is to create objective standards for definitions that everyone agrees to live by but that does not change that that's not how you rule the individual that's not how you deal with interpersonal relationships you don't go by you at a minimum you do what is legal because you're not a dick or i don't know some people do whatever they want because they can get away with it but the point is that for example there are a lot of definitions of neglect and the point of the thing that is somewhat overlooked that is a great great example or I guess you know contributing factor to the mental health crisis of the entire planet is like okay there are kids that are that are abused and neglected in very concrete legally spelled out ways and that's fucking awful that does not make any difference to a child or living being that has no conception of that and it also doesn't take away from the fact that we all we all get taught what love and neglect is you don't learn it in school you learn it by how you're treated in the first few years of your life by the caregivers you have what's up Kona? you can come in one second Chill out. I'm recording the podcast. Um, but anyways, my guest, Kona the dog, is here. Kona's a great example, you know. Kona is really smart. Hi, I keep saying your name. I know, it's so confusing. And very loving, and she is the type of breed she is, is you know, pretty much a, a family dog, very protective, very also loving, like literally anytime everyone is gathered in a room or even one person is in a room she'll just do whatever she was doing next to you she very much likes to see her people make sure they're safe whatever anyway point being kona's not even two years old okay she's seen only what our family has shown her and so could you really not could you not right now oh my god sometimes kona doesn't have social skills because she's living in a very interesting social environment fine totally fine doesn't matter the thing is about like having your own definition of what love is you're taught as a child as a baby as a puppy you are taught by how people treat you what love is which is why people create these super unhealthy mental models and 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 schemas for what love is and then they repeat them their whole lives because they never examine it and correct it later it's not their fault but it is their responsibility okay so what is the point of today's topic though not the broader issue of how to cure trauma or heal trauma. The point is that 
we can usually as adults rationalize and reason and take a bunch of things into account. But at the end of the day, when you're first becoming a, a thing in the world, you're defining everything based on your very limited scope. So what a dog knows as love is whatever you showed it positively to reinforce certain behaviors up until now. If you start slipping on those things because, you know, a lot of stuff is going on, it, the dog does not understand recession or football game, you know? And that's not the dog's responsibility, to be honest. The responsibility is, is, to, is to define love in a way that you can sustain it, you know, regardless of the average, you know, stimulation or, or I guess I'm saying adversity, whatever. The interruptions that happen in life, your, your, your definition of love that you provide for the people around you, especially the vulnerable ones, should not be something you can't maintain once you engage in all the things you want to engage in as an individual. Now, this is not to say nobody's being neglected. My dog is fine. Everything's fine. But it's just something where I realize how important it is to clean the bowl out for the dog because when nobody does it and like little by little food builds up, it's disgusting. And it's not a big deal. You're like, the dog. Yeah, okay, but the dog knows that I get food here. It is usually clean. If things start going downhill, then dogs are obviously not going to make the same decisions that humans and babies are, as far as I know. You know, that's a little bit of personification I'm trying not to get into. But humans are going to start rationalizing stuff from a certain point of view. The dog just knows that shit's getting worse out here. The dog can probably adapt. But again... It almost doesn't. It just, it just learns a new definition and lowers its standards. And, and, and even if the dog, because they're literally like machines that love, no, okay, not machines, but you know what I mean? Like they're unconditional lovers. So it's not going to stop loving you. There are no consequences besides the consequences to the health and the mental health and the well-being of the dog. And if you don't want to see those things or you don't want to take responsibility for those things, then... Again, it's just the vulnerable party is just going to experience life from a, a lens that is very sad and unhappy and unhealthy. And I think we should take responsibility for those things. And I also think the main point, kind of not really the main point, there's no structure here. Ignore that. What I came in thinking I was going to talk about was that situations come up and we have social media and people want to discuss everything like it's a think piece when it's actually happening. To some people and 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 this is part of why ableism is so rampant this is part of why you know xenophobia and every other type of negative affliction that is causing and and perpetuating the oppression that we all are trying allegedly to get out of is you think that you can tell someone that their subjective view is wrong from your subjective view of something you haven't experienced it's why it's so fucking crazy when white people tell black people how they feel because it's like, well, yeah, okay, you're, it's not the same. Equality is not, this is not, it's not the same. I'm not asking you to treat me as a good human being because we have the same experience. I'm asking you to understand we don't have the same experience. And the way you're treating me right now makes me feel like shit and oppresses me. And this gets into another thing, which I think I should make a whole other topic. But why we can't just back and forth go, oh, well, you can't, you know, you can't tell white people how to feel. I can, because white people's feelings end up becoming laws, okay? If, 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 if every single black person decides that, you know, 
uh, it should be illegal to, I don't know what do white people do. I don't know. I don't know. But you know what I'm saying? Like black people can't make it illegal to be white. And white people can. They have. And we act like that's such a ridiculous hypothesis because we would never go backwards. But that happens all the time and that happens subtly and that happens often. In fact, I don't know if anyone's heard of the idea that history repeats itself. But fucking God, oh my God. If you think that, that you belong to this really smart species that you know, solves problems once and never happens again, like you're, you're fucking delusional. And that, again, makes you unqualified to tell someone else how to feel about whether they're being loved or not. People develop distorted and disillusioned definitions of love and shit like that because of how they're treated by other unhealthy people who do not make it a priority to define love in a certain way that can be sustained, okay? Which again, these are really big issues. I'm not saying any one person is at fault because unfortunately this is a chain event that it started long ago. And, and again, this is what is so frustrating about a, a, a powerful party, a, a, an oppressor party, no offense. I don't even wanna say that, but I'm just sick of people closing their ears because they don't wanna hear the fucking truth. So, okay, the problem with your opinion is that it, you make it other people's problem. So if you make what you decide is neglect other people's problem, if you make what you decide is love other people's problem and they've never experienced it, if you make other people adopt a definition you have never exposed them to, they're gonna feel fucking crazy because that's gaslighting, okay? Because that's not fair. Defining the entire world, the entire system, success, every fucking thing, what is acceptable by your view that some other people are never, I repeat, never going to experience means you're setting people up for impossible, which I think is fucking torture. And, and my thing is just because you don't know you're torturing someone doesn't make it not torture. That's the point of, of, of people who are unhealed having kids and fucking them up. The point is, you're saying that I shouldn't be able to have kids. I think you should try to have kids when it is responsible. I think you should try to put both things into account and maybe stop looking at people are telling you to heal because it's good for everyone, including your fucking self. So the point here, I think, or I guess the thing that I want to draw back to is that people can only define things from what they've experienced and therefore you, def you are doing the same thing. You can't tell someone... You can't rationalize away someone's pain because you're saying they're seeing it too subjectively when you, by definition, can't even apply a subjective or objective opinion to this thing that you've never experienced. You can't. You can't be so dense because, because it's fucking painful, you know, to be told you can't be made, have something be a big deal when it's the foundation of your reality. You can't do that. And, and... I guess the responsibility that's on, you know, the majority or the oppressive party or whatever the fuck, whoever's privileged, is to acknowledge that just because someone is asking you to redefine your shit does not mean you are a victim. Like, cut that shit out. You're a victim of someone setting you up with an unhealthy definition. It's not my fault. Your forefathers are fucked up and selfish. Just don't do it. Don't be the same way. Don't act like, you know... Again, it is not your fault that you inherited a fucked up system. It is your responsibility to fucking deal with it and try to leave it less fucked up for the next people.
Is that wild? I don't fucking know. But if everyone pretends like that's not what's going on, it's gonna keep getting worse, and Earth is just gonna fucking ejectocedo, and everybody's gonna fucking die from climate change bullshit. And it's avoidable. And angrily folding laundry. And I'm not fucking perfect. But I swear, it's like we act like there's not... We act like that's not what's going on. Everyone is living in their own definition. And if you disrespect a whole group of people's definition based on what they've experienced and across generations, how, how can you sleep at night? Once you're conscious, which is why I think so many people do not want to fucking actually know what it's like to be someone else. How could you sleep at night? How can you be okay with that? What makes you think you were born as the person you were, like, based off some sort of merit? You don't deserve it. You don't deserve to be on the side that you're on. No matter whether you're on the side that's benefiting or the side that's oppressed. You don't deserve any of it. Just like children don't deserve sick parents and unhealed parents and, and to be traumatized. You don't deserve it, but then it's your life. And so maybe we could fucking make it easier on everyone by everyone taking a little bit more responsibility for the definitions that we as a society uphold and also for understanding that you're not, you're not fucking objective. You never will be, you never were. And even your idea that you have the right to, to be objective, especially if you are of the privileged party is fucking psychotic. And a great example of why you can't be unbiased. You can't sit here and tell people how to feel about not being you, you're you. And you feel guilty about that, perhaps, and that's something you should take a look at. But don't, don't pretend like this isn't what's happening. It's fucking crazy, and it really does lead to people losing it. You're, you're fucking with people's reality. And they've always lived under your thumb. And you just, just because you didn't know people were living under your thumb doesn't mean they weren't. Just because you are not guilty of hurting someone on purpose doesn't mean you didn't hurt them. Like, fuck. This attitude is what is killing the earth. You don't think you have any responsibility because, well, these other things are also doing it. Yes, okay. Do you, are you going to wait on all the other things to be a good person? Are you going to wait till you're the worst person to be a good person? Because if so, please go to hell. I will see you there. I will not talk to you there. You are a bitch. <sighs> the end.